Mississippi Crop Situation Podcast featuring the Crop Doctors. Good morning from the Mississippi Row Crop Short Course in Starville. Tom and I are here with another one of our platinum sponsors, Mr. Clayton Davis from Southern Ag Credit. Clayton, good to see you, man. Man, thank you, Jason. Glad to be here today. Clayton and I have some associations outside of work. Our, I guess my daughter and, and your oldest son, I guess Judd's a, a class behind Emory. That's right. I get behind them in the line at school sometimes, Tom. Okay. <laughs> I wondered. Y'all didn't let me in on that little yeah. tidbit before uh, we sat down and started. Clayton's from the Greenville area, known his family for a long time, so it's nice to get to sit down and, and talk with him. So, Clayton, Southern Ag Credit kind of speaks for itself, but just tell folks what y'all are and, and the services that y'all offer. So, Southern Ag Credit is a uh, lending institution that focuses on life outside the city limits. And so when you really stop and think about that, what all does that, what all does that encompass? What, what, what all can that be? And so if you think about the nine offices we've got across the association, every office is going to have a different market for that. So as you mentioned, I'm from the Greenville area. I'm born and raised native there. Uh, my folks, both sides of my family farm for a background, row crop farming. So the Greenville office, for instance, is highly focused on row crop operations over there, which brings me to the row crop short course today to be to be up on the cutting edge and the up, you know knowing what's going on and what the latest is for the row crop market. As you move across our territory, depending on where you are, is what what else we may specialize in. So you get over to our Greenwood office and or down in our Jackson office, and these guys have a big focus on recreational tracks. So folks like uh, you know the folks may work. An 80, a 40-hour week, 8 to 5, looking for that place to get away on the weekends, take their family, really enjoy, maybe have a side-by-side or Navy ATV to ride. You know, they, they focus on recreational property, just a, a good place to let your hair down, enjoy life, and get back to Mother Nature and what the good Lord provided us. Um, we've got other areas that focus on the timber market, cattle market, poultry sector is a big business in the state of Mississippi. You know, one thing I've learned uh, working for Southern Ag Credit over the 16 years and really getting myself outside the Mississippi Delta is just how big the poultry market is in the state of Mississippi. And yeah. no idea, being born and raised in Greenville, Mississippi, I thought row crops was all there were. <laughs> that's right. That's right. It's out of My sight, goodness. out of mind. For the us. size of the poultry market and what it does for the state, incredible. So uh, when you think about life outside the city limits, it's just everything once you get outside of the the, the, the concrete jungle, as we call them, once you get inside those city limit walls and everything's paved, you get outside of there, and that's what we focus on. Yeah, I was going to say that the, all the, the poultry stuff, even in Mississippi, is kind of hidden. It's a lot of back roads down there around. You get outside of Jackson, you run across a lot of places in some of those little small areas. But, yeah, big market, huge market in Mississippi, in fact. So is Southern Ag Credit a co-op? We are. We are. We are a co-op, and we are put built that way uh, back in 1916. So over 100 years, we've been around a co-op. We uh, pay a percentage of our earnings back to our stockholders every year. Uh, we refer to that as our patronage program, and that is a huge selling point for us. We retain what we need to operate on for the future year, and we pay the rest of those earnings back out to our stockholders. I kind—I guess I figured that it was. I knew some of the other businesses that are, provide similar services to y'all. Those operate as as co-ops as well. Question that 
kind of on everybody's mind, Clayton, 2022 looks a little bit daunting, you know, just from the price of, of everything. A lot of discussion about that this week. I guess to the, the level that you can, being that we're not there yet, what do you have in mind for 2022 for the type of business that you do with farm loans and, and things like that? Sure. So what what we're seeing and hearing out uh, out of the feds is that for the most part, rates are going to stay relatively where they are. So that's always a plus when you're in the lending business to, to know where your, where your lending rates are going to be. Uh, on the row crop side, we are, you know, as – as typical, we've seen we've seen this cycle uh, over the years where r- commodity prices will go up and then they will have a lull in them, and your input prices chase those up. Really, I'm not. Uh, while we are already seeing some some hikes in the in the input side, I still think we're still set to have a another good year in row crop sec in the row crop section for next year. Um, I'm hearing some good things out of the poultry market down in South Mississippi. Uh, I've seen uh, a lot of my timber guys start to have more conversations. I really think 2022 is going to be a good year and and just holding course like we've been. There's nothing on the horizon as of right now that bothers me at this point. Yeah, I mean, there's so many things beyond our control with the supply chain, whatever, fiasco, if you want to call it that, things that we hear about that. And you know, I had some information talked about a little bit yesterday during my presentation but again we don't know what any of that looks like when it when it comes down to to the actual crop year in 2022 well and with some of that indecision how should how should people look at that market um, should they be overly concerned or just kind of you know hold fast and and figure that things will will come out and and be good towards the end of 2022 and that, that question kind of rambles a little bit I mean I'm, we don't even really have a good answer for that either I'm sure yeah I, I don't know that we do uh, I guess on the on the lending side and what we do a lot of what we're financing especially down central part of the state and, and getting back to that it doesn't so much as impact have an impact from the supply and demand side, whereas the row crop section may have. I think what we're going to learn is the supply supply chain and demand may not be as bad as we think it is. It may be really tied back more to the accessibility of social media and what we're seeing and what we're being told. I just, I just, I'm a little hesitant to to believe that it's that it's 100% what we're being told is truthful. Well, that's encouraging. It's certainly a different perspective than than what we get because we don't talk to guys in your line of business as often as we do in all the, the other lines of business. That's definitely encouraging. You mentioned the away from town, so and you mentioned the recreational properties. Elaborate on that a little bit, Clayton. We think about the Delta as being all farm ground, but it's really not. So if I was wanting to acquire a piece of property, maybe for hunting or to, to lease least to someone else to hunt, what would be the process that I would go about? Like I said, we've got nine offices scattered across southern Mississippi and then in the northwest corner of Louisiana. Um, I'd encourage you to get on our website first and foremost, get you familiar with where our offices are exactly, and so you can find the one that's closest to you for convenience. Um, we've got great lenders in each office. You know, one of the cool things about the guys we have in each office, or guys and gals actually, is that most of those have direct personal experience in lending and what they're doing. So, for instance, I've been in uh, the Greenville office for 16 years. Both sides of my family are row crop operations. So I have 
personal background from working in that field. Same for our poultry guys or timber guys. Um, when you get out, when, when you find something that you really want to pursue as far as a recreational piece, get up with the local branch, get in touch with the loan officer, or you actually on our website can drop a lead and they'll contact you. Um, simple as f- applying as an application and a, a little quick phone call with one of the lenders and pretty quick we can have you up approved. Um, most of what we do, we handle our own appraisals in-house. So again, that's a saved cost to anybody worried about buying a place. Well, I got to you know spend money for an appraisal or this. Um, some title work, loan fees, loan, uh, loan options. Look, the three of us are sitting here and we're all three totally different personalities. We probably think business totally different ways. And so we don't have just one loan Especially product. Especially Tom. He's way, he's way I'm, over there. I'm the wild card. Yeah. <laughs> kind of I'm, a sorry. Given. I'm sorry, Clay. You, you, uh, you, op- you opened Tom up on that one and I had to pounce. So, so I didn't mean to hijack your train of thought. No, so that's Thanks, right. Clayton. I really appreciate that. <laughs> we, we don't have one product that, that we try to make everybody fit into. That's the beauty about what we do is we have the ability to uh, – mold a loan structure payment strictly for what works for you. We've got multiple repayment options, amortization, balloon. I mean, we can do whatever we need to fit the operation. And that's the cool thing about what we do is we do a lot of manual underwriting. So we're not putting you into a system and, and waiting on the computer to tell us what we can do with you. We, we're manually underwriting those financials, getting to learn your operation, you know, Maybe we'll find something that maybe maybe you hadn't noticed about the operation that we'll f- we'll give back to you as we talk through you and we learn more about it, and so we love to build and customize that that loan around around what works for you. Back on the recreational piece, sometimes people buy that place over in the hills because they want to start raising the timber or they're worried about duck uh, you know deer hunting or chasing the turkeys or whatever it may be. Look, I just got back from a two night stay down in Gloucester, Mississippi. I don't know if you've ever been down to Gloucester, but there's not much there. It's just Gloucester. But I spent two days down there with uh, a couple of family friends, and it was two days of just getting away from everything, getting away from the technology, accessibility, spending time with some family members. I mean, that's that's what we wanted. I mean, we work 40, 50, 60 hours a week, but when we get to that weekend, we want to be able to get get to a place where we can just let our hair down a little bit, enjoy ourselves, let go of any stress we've had going on during the week, life, work, whatever it may be. Man, that's that was enjoyable, just getting to a place. That's awesome, man. People keep coming back to the situation of letting your hair down, and obviously <laughs> I don't have any hair. It seems to have come up a few times, but you know, we, we really appreciate the sponsorship and thank everybody that's been here today and supporting the row crop short course. I think that's important for our farmers. It's also important for you to get you know in touch with some – some new potential clients and customers as well while you're over here in Starkville. Absolutely. Important for, for the row crop and the ag industry and where we're headed. We need to be on the on the front edge of everything. Man, we appreciate it, Clayton. Good to appreciate see you. It, guys. I know you got some other obligations. We'll let you go. Thank you guys. Enjoyed it. Thanks. The Mississippi Crop Situation Podcast is a production of Mississippi State University Extension.